Good evening, good afternoon, good morning to our avid listeners. I am your partial co-host, Caesar. Welcome the other half of our illustrious panel here, the publican. Struth. What a what an intro. What an intro. Um hey young. Good. It's good. It's grand final week. It's the it's a it's a big you can smell it. It's a sad week though, because you know after this it's no, uh, no there's, footy till March. Uh, hang on. There's nothing sad about this. Why? Because after this the real stuff starts. Oh not none of this shit again. The real stuff about trades and everything and then yep. Yeah, well fuck that. That's another So much better than the actual stuff. I don't. I don't understand your logic in that. <laughs> you do love a trade. Everyone loves a trade. Just uh, hype sharp. I think. I think I might love it more than most. I think it goes on too long now. Uh, no, no such thing as too long. It doesn't go for almost two weeks. Ten yeah, days. ten days. I think. Yeah, we only need a week of it. Monday to Friday, and then it's done. But now that uh, now that Rose is replacing Adrian Dodoro at Essendon, that'll that'll start the trade period. Sooner because so, someone's called his bluff and those photos he had on people they've gone fucking share them then champ otherwise you're out you going oh, I don't have photos yeah I guess I'm sacked how can someone be there that long unless they've got photos about on, on someone and and I'm not actually sure that he's been that good like they all say how great he is who just destined people yeah <laughs> but it's like but all all he does is stop things from happening. Yeah. And and hold shit up like and, like and misses at the draft table. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, and, and that's anyway, fuck That's him. next week. There's been a there's been a big fortnight. Uh, had a little, unfortunately, due to some technical difficulties, we couldn't get the episode out last week. So we do apologise. Um, I will blame um, me, the footy gods. Oh, I thought you were going to blame me. No, and and unfortunately, we gave the exact margin tips in that podcast too. We said Collingwood I've by nev- one point, and I've never <laughs> been more right in all of my opinions. Now, now we, we we even got the first goal kickers in those games too. So do sorry you didn't get those bets out that we had. Now shit, shits and giggles aside, we have we have a grand final in play this week. We have grand finalists set, and if you were going to say at the start of the year you want to see number one v number two, you'd be pretty happy with it, would you not? Yeah. Supposedly yeah, the two best teams in the comp. Well, as the as the results stood at the end of the minor round, the, that's what we got, isn't it? And as, we, as I've been saying all year, it was always going to be the most hotly contested final series because it's, it has been the most hotly contested season on record. Just so even. Like, and we will touch quickly on Port and Melbourne, but everyone's saying how... How Melbourne went out in straight sets and they're a joke. And this I'm, and that. I'm really disappointed that they did. Why? Because oh, because I had all these straight sets j- gags for Port lined up. He couldn't and, use them. And well, I won't. But this I, is the thing: Collingwood's only Collingwood's only won by one point and seven points. Yeah, Melbourne's lost not, by one point and seven points. Collingwood could well have been out in straight sets. Yeah. Um, Carlton could have been done in week one. It, that's how close it was. The only team that really hasn't looked like losing is Brisbane. Mm. And they, they've won both their games convincingly. Well, they took a while to get going against Carlton, but uh, fuck, didn't they just roar home after it's quarter fun, time? funny. Sunday morning, if you had have asked me for my um, grand, fi- grand final parlays or, or tips or anything, it's a lot different. My opinion Sunday morning is a lot different to what it is now. Yeah, I'm um, 
I'm very but much. We'll get the, we'll get into that. Like, yeah, later. I'm very much on the Brisbane. Yeah, oh, could cool. be open. But let's let's start firstly with uh, well with the prelims. We'll go to the one at the G, uh, Collingwood GWS. Wasn't that a fucking ball terror? Absolute ball terror. It was contested footy the entire game. Collingwood skipped ahead a little bit in the first quarter. GWS clawed back and went in front in the second. And just proof that it doesn't need to be a gold fest to be an absolute belter. No, no exactly. Look, there look was that's all you want to see in a game is proper contest. Well, the actual, um, you know how they do that pressure gauge? Yep. Would have been fucking high the whole game. I would have, I'd still love to see how they gauge that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we got a pressure gauge. Is it someone just going? Oh, someone just. Like, I'm watching oh, this and I'm heating I, up. I'm, I'm putting a, I'm, a, I'm aroused. <laughs> like oh, I'm enjoying this yeah. pressure gauge. Up, 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 and I love it how they do. Oh, so and so's pressure is here, but the other one's here. He's just saying one team's really tackling a lot, so you're putting the pressure gauge up. But that pressure gauge would have been to the max on both sides. And um, I did touch on the fact that Collingwood won by a point. I, GWS. There was a lot of late decisions which. 99.9% of the time are given free kicks and for some reason they just it's whether the umpires don't want to make a decision in a tight contest when now, that's what you're there for. Now, and two of them, the Iden non-free kick and the Toby Green non-free kick. The Toby Green decapitation. I found them nowhere near as bad as the Jordan Degoe non-call where he took on the tackler, got tackled and... Drop the ball. Look, that's that was the the Dugowie one was the worst out of the lot of them. Oh yeah, oh, I still think to the Toby Green one. Look, literally had his head pulled off his shoulders, and the umpire stood there, looked at it, and just went play yeah. on. Like you, you that umpire either hates but, Toby Green, or but the Toby Green one, it's no different to everyone that hadn't been paid against Ginnivan all year. He dropped uh, at the knees. No, no, no. I reckon he was look, but. Uh, I still reckon the say that just, again. Yeah, um, I still reckon the Dugowie ones the work because all season you take on the tackler and get caught, you're done. And Lee Matthews, and Lee Matthews said it perfectly on on Classified last night. He said, "Well, if it's a free kick at any In round time, three, doesn't matter." And he said, the, "The difference now when you have to pay a high free a high free kick, you got to." Six boxes for it to be a high tackle He said Let's just go back to If you tackle them high Whether they yeah. dropped at the knees Whether they did whatever If you tackled them high Bloody play the free kick It's high mm. Just pay the free kick um, Just because people are dropping their knees Well the at- guy just shouldn't tackle him properly Don't tackle above the shoulders Don't yeah. tackle at the shoulder Tackle the hips Tackle the hips And it doesn't matter if he yeah. drops his knees And and if blokes continually drop Nice Suspend them for a week <laughs> The way Eddie Eddie was Trying to justify something, Lee Matthews put him in his place, and Eddie was just like, "Yep, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. you want to go toe to toe with the goat? Fair chance you're going to win." Yeah, there's not too much Lee Matthews says that's relevant anymore, though. He's really not a uh, fan. Just oh, go, no, no. go back and watch oh, the interview. Lee, Lee really Matthews good. should be on the AFL commission. Uh, incorrect. Well, she, uh, Laura Kane, Laura Sugar Kane, whatever her name is, had had a bit of a dip at him. In a press conference, they asked a question about the free kicks, and she said, "Well, you can't pay free kicks if they're not there." And they played that back to Lee Matthews. He said, "Oh, really?" He said, "Well, it's interesting because when it was supposedly um, more physical um, back in the day, and 
He said, now, there was 20. What did he say? 21 free kicks in that game, which is well, well down. And for them to say that they don't put the whistle away in finals sometimes oh. is ridiculous because they do. But um, and, and in some instances, it's good. But when they do that, the blatant free kicks then get then missed. Yeah. And he was like, well, how come back in the back in the 80s when it was f- higher well, scoring, there was yeah. 80 free kicks? Yeah. He said, so, like, don't, don't say there's less free kicks. He said, there's definitely, it's more congestion, more not free-flowing. So there's definitely more free kicks there. Um, One I hate about the free kicks is when someone jumps on the ball or, or dives on the ball and then, but then the tackler comes in and doesn't tackle legally. Yeah. If you don't tackle legally, you shouldn't get a, just because he's jumped on the ball oh, and he's meant to move it on and that. The one if, that's, he's, if he's not tackling legally, he shouldn't get yeah. a free kick. The one that's doing my head in, and the umpires can see it, is when the opposition player drags the ball in under someone and then holds it there, and the guy's got his arms out going, yeah. I don't have the footy, and the I umpire's didn't, like, holding the ball. At no time did I have it. No time did I have it. And they're like, but you didn't make an attempt to get rid of it. I don't fucking yeah, have it. If, if I don't <laughs> have it, how can I get rid of it? And that's the one. And the umpires know it, but they're, they're, it's almost like, well, they're told... They need to clear the congestion. You need to do this. It's like, well, hang on a second. Why don't you just look at it and go, well, he doesn't have the footy. That's yep. just a ball up. Like The, the, the opposition and, player is just it, trying to get a And if we want to clear the congestion, bring in the 666 for all ball ups. Well, let the third man up back in. Anyway, we have digressed. And, and I don't want to bring in 666 for all ball ups. The third just man up used to be an absolute art form. You have someone jump up and fucking thump it. Goddard was the king of that. Yep. And they ruled that up. Anyway. Enough talking about free kicks because there was two great games of footy. Um, the actual game itself, big injury came out. McStay, oh, yeah, that hurts. Uh, Gets he, his former side, and he was playing. He was having a ripper game. He's been too. a lot. He's having a ripper game too. Um, and it's yeah, you don't like to see it, but yeah, McStay out. And uh, guess who comes into the side after never playing a final ever. I couldn't believe that. Has never played. Well, he didn't, didn't play that many games for Crows and they weren't in finals yeah, well, when he was playing there. And yeah. Port either. Has never played an AFL final yeah. and just walks into a GF. Yep. Yeah. Start calling him Marlon. Yep. Yeah. Or Marlon Pickett. Yeah. So, first final for Frampton we are talking about, who uh, is, they're calling him a swingman. So, Ash Johnson's broken arm. He, he couldn't get up for the game. He's still got that fracture which is hindering him. Um, oh. Who else? Interesting. By Collingwood that on Wednesday they announce the bloke coming in. I like it. Today they're going to announce their sub. Which wouldn't be Frampton then. It would be oh, probably Ginnivan again maybe. It'll either be Ginnivan or Lipinski. Yeah, why not? I, I, th- oh, I, I, I say that like it's a matter of fact. Uh, I think it'll be one of those two. Well, it's not going to be at all because no. um, if you don't use them. And I, I, I really don't think it'll be Ginnivan. I reckon... Yeah, I mean, Although, he, the he problem is fresh when he comes on. Yeah, the problem is he does what a sub's meant to do yeah. when he comes on as sub. So, so as a, as a tactical sub. Yeah, yeah. So you say, so I say that oh, um, it shouldn't be him because he's done too much. But that's what you. It's what actually what you want your subs to. I'm just trying to think of who else. Um, yeah, it's got to be those two. You'd think or. Um, Taylor Adams doesn't come back in. He's he's been ruled out, and which they is announced and and announced that on Tuesday. Like yeah. everything Collingwood's done, Collingwood's oh, got, got to prep we're, for it. We're not, we're not, we're ending speculation. We're um, yeah, we're 
we're just getting in front of all these things. And then it takes... Well, the players need to know early in the week too so they can mentally prepare for it. Can you imagine Frampton was waiting until Thursday Arvo selection for this? Like, yeah, he knows Tuesday's in. He knows he's got to, what he's got to do to get ready for it. Yeah, and what that does for his prep that he knows now. Like, right, now I just have to knuckle down and... So that is the Collingwood game. So Collingwood GWS was a belter. Now, GWS stiff, obviously, but fuck, what a run they had this year after being in round 15... Two teams in the prelim were sitting 14th and 15th at round 15. Can you believe mm-hmm. it? They've both got to a prelim. Your favourite mob, Carlton. We'll touch on them in a minute. But GWS has run. They're, they're a couple of horrible decisions away. And if, mm. if that bounce of uh, Toby Green's shot oh. goes through, they win the game. And they're in a GF after finishing where they were. You know, if... Uh, who, Everyone um, penciled them in for bottom four at the start of the year too. Who, who took the mark back there? Uh, bottom side still, was it? No, it was Darcy Hall, wasn't it? Oh, anyway. No? But, but, but That's my, uh, my smokey for the norm, by the way. If Collingwood win, Darcy Moore. He'd be all right. Good odds. 39. Be juicy, I would have thought. 39s. Um, and the other one we spoke of, we're just digressing again, but uh, the Brisbane one, if anyone's out there wants a little flutter. Um, Cam Rayner. Cam Rayner. Get on. If he gets a couple of, a couple of early goals. And if he can have a... If he can have a Big game that he's capable of doing every now and then. He showed this year that he can turn again himself. Yeah, uh, and that goes a long way to getting Brisbane over the line. Speaking of Brisbane, um, gave gave the the Queensland folk and the interstate supporters a bit of a shock in that first quarter, letting five unanswered goals to the mm. to the blue bags. I thought, shit, this is where we not kind of script. Boy, oh boy, where we? The AFL was you could you could just hear Gill's pants squelching, thinking it was going to be a Collingwood Carlton Grand Final, and the <coughs> the the money that and would have Gil, well, and and not just Gill, all of Victoria was calling. Oh, imagine how, imagine how good the Melbourne Melbourne will be uh, if it's oh. Collingwood Carlton. Like it would have been just a, um, it would the city would have been thumping because. Yeah. They've got the two biggest supporter bases in the, about, apart from West Coast. In the they've ended up with uh, Collingwood Fitzroy instead. Well, there'd be a lot of Brisbane supporters coming out of the little boat, but uh, Brisbane got the job done in the end and fucking ran right after quarter time. Really put them to the sword. They didn't look like coming back once they hit the lead. They almost coasted. Really did coast to that yeah. victory. Uh, toyed with them a bit. Toyed with them. Yeah, uh, Carlton were trying, but there was a, there was a glaring. Um, Glaring incident, not incident. Uh, sorry, what was the word on for? Um, it was like a like a shit on a sheep's ass at one point. Was Kerno's finals performance mm. <coughs> now? Because he's a, a make believe star. No, I just think he oh. uh, he whether he couldn't get going or he just had. This is the thing when you're playing finals, you, ha- you are getting the best defenders of the best sides playing and, uh, on you as well. And also, you said before about umpires putting the whistle away and that you got scragged a bit too. Yeah, but. But a bloke who gets gifted free kicks all season. Yeah. And. So, I mean, that's something that if, if Kerno fires, you'd probably say they're playing in a grand final mm. um, because they didn't get many goals, many shots off when, when Kerno's not, not kicking them and, and Mackay's having some stinkers. And um, <clears throat> I mean, they had their chances. But, like, I, I, as I always thought, they, they played their grand finals the week earlier, getting those two victories, getting to mm. the, the prelim. Yep. But. Saying that they were five goals up a quarter time, so it's not like they ran out there and they got swamped like Melbourne did against West Coast in. Now the real test for Carlton's backing it up. Well, yeah, I mean, can you look back 
and can you actually under, uh, understand and fathom that they were calling for Voss's head mm. when they were walking off the ground? They had Carlton people abusing, spitting, him, spitting on them, saying you're a disgrace. Get that jumper off. And I'd lo- I'd love to see those those individuals doing that in the last fortnight, going um. Don't fucking celebrate, yeah. you fuckers. Don't, don't act like no. you're a supporter. You're a because, scum. Because when your team's down is when they, they need your support. Not when you're coasting and when you're doing all right. Now let's wind back to, to May. Did, did their head of, not head of football, not, was it CEO, some bit, someone big on the board, step down because they were saying he, he, they went for Voss and they, sh- they should have gone harder on Ross Lyon. And then, lo and behold... Uh, Three months later in a prelim, <laughs> who was it that stepped down? Because very much there was very much talk yeah, if, Car- if, Car- if Carlton had bombed out like bottom four, that they were going to pull the rug under Voss. Or was it just away. some some alleged Carlton legend who? No, no, I forgot who it was. Um, we will look that up, but shit, the turnaround was elite. Would have been um, nice if you had looked that up prior to uh, this. To yeah. I We'll, we'll look it up. Or did Sayers say that? No, nah, someone stepped down and it was the pressure. Well, this is the thing, the media were going after Voss. I was like, hang on, you vultures. It's his second year. and uh, But they were, they, they definitely had a shift in the way they played footy. 100% shift. Oh, they, they went from stagnant, going sideways, backwards, to just all out attack, attack, attack. They do still have a... At the playing level, a leadership issue, though, I reckon. You reckon? Yep. With well, when you have a from when you have a captain after a win walking into the rooms, going the Blues are back after a win after five straight losses or something. It's just like mm. I think he's just passionate. He's just a moron. <laughs> you don't like him, do you? <laughs> Jeez, the umpires liked him. Ended up getting 22 votes. Well, he was always going to pull, uh, score more votes, votes than Kuhn, eh? Well, yeah, well, he scored more than that, that uh, I thought too. But, um, you know, Carlton have to back it up next year. If they yeah. don't make finals, they have, they have to make finals. Where they go in the finals, like I said, it's AFL is the closest and it's I, ever been for inso- anyone inside the top 12. And I think their results this year, like their poor start and their fans with the knives out wanting to... Um, Headhunt Vossi um, They And that's where Next year's the test yeah, They have to go hard a- And it's nothing to do with Voss Nah Whether Whether they go or not It's the Absolutely on the playing list And while, while he's not I don't rate him As highly as what they did When they brought him in But you've still got Williams Has got to come back In that side Off the halfback flank too Who's been out this year well, Allegedly he's a midfielder Isn't he Allegedly um, And I mean if it's going to be interesting whether they keep Mackay because um, Kerno was a better player and it's statistically, I don't oh, care what they say, cli- when he was the number not, one forward. And not he, up for debate. Yeah, not up for debate. On his own, best. He can get a supporting forward, but I just think two towering forwards. And if they say, oh, no, he plays better with with Mackay, they both... This, if you want to get the best out of one player, I'd, I'd say you've got to get Mackay out yeah. and have Kern on his own. And there's a lot of teams that will take Mackay because you fix that goal kicking, the guy becomes a top three forward easily. There's something mentally wrong in that goal kicking that he does that. And then does, you know, if Mackay's out, and then does Silvani, who's just re-signed... I say Mackay. Mackay? Mackay, Mackay. Same fucking thing. 
Yeah, I know, but... It all depends what side of the fence, what side of the creek you were... Let's call him Casey. Um, continue, sorry. Um, does then Silvani come in and play the other tall forward role or yeah. or do they have to go out and get another tall forward or... No, well, you got De Koning was going down there and dominating. Oh, yeah, and they've re-signed Pitnet to that so multi-year I, deal, so... When you look at... They've got De Koning, they've got... Uh, Kerno and Mackay. It's almost like they're too tall. Yeah, and they they will run and because each ways and because, because Silvani's Silvani is quite tall, but doesn't play yeah. a natural big bloke's game. So there's, there's some big decisions at Carlton. If they go to Mackay, do you, if we offer you, if we offer you up for trade, would what would you want to do? Because yep. if the player doesn't want to go, he's got a fucking monster contract. He's there till twenty thirty. Yeah. Um, Can the Bombers fit him in as well? Uh, well, apparently they're going to get Dylan Shield off the book, so we we will talk about that next week, though. Yes, with trade because there's a lot going on. So we can have multi episodes about trading. Spoke Cartwood, spoke GWS, Melbourne and Port. We'll touch them quickly before we get onto this grand final preview. The D's, yes, uh, copped it left, right, and centre. Everyone, everyone feels the need to send you a message when when it goes out. And go go get fucked, you bunch of pricks. Um, um yeah, now disappointing. who who. Is it the middle tier players at Melbourne that I, I think there's a lot of middle tier players at Melbourne that think they're a fair bit better than what they are? Well, to be honest, that, that that game against Carlton, there wasn't too many players that didn't play well, mm. and you, you convert one of those seventeen behinds, and when I say seventeen behinds, you'd say probably seven of them should have been goals, or like, or Maxi's touch on the like, and Maxi like, decided to just and I'm not spoil his own not, fucking goal. Yeah, like I I'm still still uh, can't understand it. Now haven't been no explanation from him either. Max, what the fuck were you doing? Tell us. I don't know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but I don't know. also watching it in slow mo and and thinking in real time is a fair bit different. It's just like he had a whether he thought it was that. Matt, only thing I can think of is he didn't realise how close to the line he was, mm. and instead of it just going for a behind, he thought we'll bring it to ground and have another. But also snap in 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 that situation, whilst it's past the defenders, in real time, it's going a hell of a lot quicker. quicker yeah. And and yes, it's past him. But how the fuck do you know that it's past him? And but when it comes down to it, Maxi stopped our guy a goal on the goal line, which is even Clary was looking at it going, did, did you just fucking spoil my goal print? And how good was the kick though? He's absolutely middled it from fifty five mm. on the boundary. Like that was game set match. If that's a goal, yeah, that would have been up by fifteen points. Then I think would have put him needing Carlton to get three goals. They got the two. But, um, yeah, I don't think it was any sort of middle tier, anything. It was just you've lost two games by seven points and one point. Um, you, well, win, you win that first one against And it's Collingham funny, all the analysis. really all over them at one point. And, and all the analysis on, oh, Melbourne did this, Melbourne did that. Just oh, hang on. If, like, David King brought up one morning, he's like, everyone's over-analysing Melbourne. Yeah. He said, he said, I can show you eight behinds that should have been goals. Oh, yeah. If one of them is a goal, we're not even looking at Melbourne. And it's not we're like, analysing Carlton. And it's not like with the Carlton game, you can go, oh, but Carlton kicked behinds, they should have kicked goals. Yeah, but there was probably one or two that they should have kicked mm. as a goal. Whereas Melbourne, there was five or six that yeah. 100% should have been a goal. So that's the difference. Got Cozzy, um, Cozzy Pickett trying to... 
trying to make player of the year every time he uh, gets a ball rather than giving a quick handball to a bloke that's well, free. That's, that's the most Cosy Pickett, Pickett giving away a free kick when Smith's lining up for goal. That's the one that does my head. Uh, when you say should have been like, a goal, you've Smith's got lining You've up. got the fucking ball. Yeah. Keep away. Like, stop being a fucking... Pro- this all fly the flag and this bravado bullshit... More on footballers. Not even bravado. It's just undisciplined. Uh, um, McGovern was obviously on his head because he was in him all game. McGovern was in there rent-free. If if that bloke can get in your head, you've got an issue. Anyway, we'll we'll move on quickly on Port because we can't can't not talk about it because the amount of shit I've heard all year from uh, rotten peers about how they're going to win the flag and they're booking their fucking tickets and, geez, the... The tune changed three or four weeks out from finals, and then then the excuses started coming. Oh, but we we didn't have this, didn't have that. Hey, five weeks before that, you were telling me you're going to win the flag and win yeah. it comfortably. So, and up. also the same people wanting to sack Ken in round five, um, and then thirteen. Oh, I need another contract. Yeah, and no, then un, un, untenable, and then ten in a row, thirteen in a row. Tenable. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, uh, I can't believe we re-signed him. It's like, well, hang on, that's not what you said fucking five weeks ago. Uh, we've spoken about it all year. The fact that they said we're going to make a decision on Cannon before the finals. But they and but they didn't say they're going to make a decision. They said we'll start the conversation in August. But that's not the conversations. You know, yeah, yeah, the yeah. The conversations had right. been well and truly started before then. They didn't sit there and go, we're not going to talk about it in August. But it was always that we're going to make a decision before the end of the year. But, like, the bloke can clearly coach. But mm. if there's something running around over his head, it's in September. It's, the you, question mark is September. But even that, you can't... Right. For, for what happened to Port, but you can blame Ken all you want. And the fucking Port people go, oh, it's Ken's fault. For, for starters, your list manager, have a look at that. You've, had, you've brought in no defenders over the years. Yeah, and haven't got defenders. And... What happened to Finn Layson with the selection of him towards the end of the season? At one point, they had him as an emergency and didn't play. Like You don't have forwards dominating up forward there. He's got to play regardless if he's in form, out of form, because no one else was there. Charlie Dixon, bringing him in for that finals game, um, clearly still injured. Yeah. Because he was moving like Robocop. So, blame. And then everyone goes, oh, but Ken, Ken's game plan, it's just one pace. Well, when it's, when it's working... You don't need another fucking game plan. Yeah, but does it work come September? Uh, like, like just that, like, is that an issue? No, I, oh, I think it's. I don't think the cattle is as good as people think. With Port, I reckon they yeah. have neglected um, certain areas for a while. Like they, uh, they sold the also, farm to get in uh, Horn Francis, which I agree with. But then the Rioli deal, I don't. Rioli is a dime a dozen type player. I think. Yeah. And they 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 now don't have first round, second round, third rounders because Rioli but, was incorporated in that deal. And now they want to bring in all these players that are going to mm, fill gaps. But but they weren't going to have that stuff because of Horn Francis. The Rioli part of the deal didn't didn't no, cost I'm them. I'm just saying that that for years they've done trades, which they've traded out picks to bring in players like Arazio Fantasia, Rockcliffe, all yeah. these players that. Yeah, there's really, been, they weren't there's been 117 yeah. final pieces of Ken's premiership final puzzle that, that final have, pieces that yep. um, that have failed. And Fantasia, they got to cut ties with that now. He's got still got a year left. No, no, no. There's still he's waiting for another contract. Oh. 
Yeah. Oh, that, no, actually, no, you're right, you're right. Yeah. But I read somewhere the should, other day that, they, they, that they're, they're looking at giving him another year. I wouldn't be touching him. He's, his body has been shot to shit for eight years. Not, now, fair enough, the blokes here looking at bringing in, these defenders that are looking at bringing in, don't have to pay him huge money. Like yeah. Zerk Thatcher but clearly think, wants to come home to South Australia. They can't bring in all these Although, players. Although clearly wants to come home to South Australia. Not one mention of possibly going to Adelaide. Yeah. Which astounds me because if you want to come home... But this is the thing, they always say that, and they... Yeah. Um, because they're in discussions because they've spoken contracts and numbers. That's why but they don't want to go to another club. Adelaide probably don't want him. Although they... They, they, they could do with know. the fucking defender to, to stop gap for a while. All right. We, that, we digress. That's, that's next week's episode after GF. Numerous um, episodes. Grand final preview. Let's jump straight into All it. All right. Uh, for me, uh, this is a belter. This is going to be one of the best grand finals I reckon we've seen in a long time. I think it is going to be... Highly contested football, and that's the way Collingwood won it. And so often, free flowing. So often, the grand finals are let down. Yep. And I just hope that's not the case this year because it's been a a cracking even season, cracking even final series. Well, apart from um, the Richmond Geelong, so the two COVID grand finals were good. Um, when Melbourne came back and did the Bulldogs in, and then when Richmond beat Geelong up in Brisbane at the night grand final, they were good. Yeah. Um, but then what, what last year's was just a shit show over yeah. a quarter time, absolute shit show. <laughs> um, so yeah, you want we want a tight one, and it's sometimes you don't get them. But I, I can't see how this isn't a well, great grand final coming up. Just can't see it being a blowout. <sighs> like think think of Collingwood for the last two years. How many tight games have they been involved in? Oh yeah, like they they actually love. A tight contest. I think that the... Uh, but I said that I've got so many different ways in my head of thinking how it could play out. Brisbane, if they could get off the leash early. But then Collingwood are always going to come back. Yeah. So that's why I've now... I would love to see Brisbane win by 80 points. But then again, it wouldn't, be a, good, wouldn't be a good grand final too. But um, the thing with Collingwood is... Because it's going to be a predominantly Collingwood crowd, Victorian crowd, and they're loud and proud and passionate, blah, blah, blah. When they start... But is they, it a dominant... Victorian crowd, like, yes, Victorian crowd, but remember, Victorians hate Collingwood. Yeah, I know, but any corporates there, they're inviting probably Collingwood supporters to your events or whatever. You, you've got people coming, you're going to give, you're going to get, make sure Collingwood, there'll be 75,000 Collingwood people there. But the those corporate invites went out, went out six weeks ago, not, not this week. I guarantee it'll be predominantly Collingwood. It'll be black and white everywhere. And it'll be loud. And that's what I'm saying. If they get a fucking run on with that crowd in a GF, that's going to that's gonna get teams up. And it's gonna, it, it, whether people believe it or not, it does make other teams... Didn't didn't work power. against West Coast a few years ago. But. Well, it did early. Mm. West Coast clawed their way back. Yeah. Yeah. What's your point? Well, just debunking your theory, that's all. Because it didn't win them the game. I didn't say it was going to happen. I said when you have a big crowd like that at the MCG, it gets you up. Yep. Gets them rolling. Okay. You don't, th- you don't, you don't think 75,000 people yelling would make you work a bit harder and run a bit harder? And, and I'm just not, not sure that there's going to be 75,000 Collingwood fans in the crowd, mate. Oh, okay. What do you reckon it would be? Um, I don't know, 74 and a half. That's less You're than 75. Fucking moron. 
Well, anyway. Well, it's not the... All right, it's you, not the rusted on Collingwood member that's in the crowd. All right, so you, because there's only thirty four thousand membership tickets. So you're good to debunk an argument. Give me your theory on how the game no, plays no, out. Because no, you're no. such an expert. I'm, I'm on not it. allowed an opinion, mate. Just no, no, you just like to argue. That's what you like to. No, do, I'm right? just not allowed an opinion. Carry on. You're not allowed an opinion. No. No. Okay. Well, I'm giving you go. Give an opinion. Go. No. No. no you'll you'll just talk over me or something. So. Fuck me, drunk. Am I? Have I got, is this Caesar in the fucking? Suki blubblegin? I don't know. Give me an opinion. You want to give an opinion? Give it. What's, how, how, how does it play out? I think it'd be a good tight, tight contest. Oh, like. fuck. Thank God we held on for that one. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> first goal. Give me a first goal then. Surely you got that in you. Lincoln McCarthy. McCarthy. Ooh. Jeez, he had everyone with his any time goal scorers worrying last week because he didn't kick a goal to the last quarter. I yeah. like, yeah. And then he pinched one on the line from uh, Gardner, that big one on the run from 50. And then McCarthy's just run in and marked it. Going through for a goal, the sneaky. So that's your he first he, goal kicker, right? He doesn't, mind, uh, he doesn't mind marking one on the line when it's clearly going through. It's, he's got form. He's got <laughs> form many a times too. Um, and, and quite often, the bloke that kicks the ball is someone who doesn't often kick a goal. A defender. <laughs> so I'm not letting these defenders kick goals. All right, so you're going McCarthy. I'm going to go Dugowie. Yep, like that. Big Dugowie. So many times this year I've gone, fuck, Dugowie's paying 19s for first goal. And then he gets it and I throw my phone against the wall going, don't you fucking shut around. And then all the money you've just won, you need to spend buying a new phone. Yes, correct. <laughs> uh, Dugowie first goal for me. Um, th- th- there's just so many areas for this matchup that it's just a, a rip snorty you got... Got um, Darcy Moore down back. If he plays the way that he likes to play, which is going to be oh. tough because they got so many forward options, I can't if see he, doing it. The likes of Darcy Moore. Yeah. Now, did you say earlier? He's my my roughie. Him, him a possible roughie for to take yep. home Normie. Normie. Um. If he, if Brisbane going forward early, and he takes a a good. Mark, yeah. was it you that said this to me the other day? Yeah. <laughs> and ever <laughs> since you said it, I was just like... If he runs back and drops in the hole and takes a huge grab in the first minute of the game, just it's start just engraving his name on the norm because he'll do it all day. If he does not like, the first five... Yeah. If he does not the first couple of minutes, he'll do that ten times And the if day. there is the big Collingwood crowd that you're expecting, <laughs> yeah. that... They'll go bananas. It's... Um, yeah, if if he does that early, and it, it's just it's you watched him against Melbourne, he did that all day, and it's a, but Melbourne did drop it in on his head, lovely for him to do it. Will Brisbane do that? They do have a couple of big forwards down there, but they they are a team that that will hit up that lead because they got Charlie Cameron, they got Danaher, they got McCarthy will come up at you. Um, they've got the the Ruckman will go down there and take a grab and kick a goal. So they have plenty of forward options, and plenty of leading forward options. So. Um, maybe that won't play. That's why I think it's a, an intriguing, such an intriguing grand final because the way Moore plays, I don't think he can do that with the amount of forward options yep. that they've got down there and the big forwards they got. He's gonna, someone's going to have to play a one-on-one forward role against Danaher. Mm. And it's got to be Moore. Yep. Uh, Murphy will probably go to... Um, well, they don't have McStay there anymore, so that's the other tour that's gone. Who's the, the other tour they got down forward? They've got Charlie Cameron. Uh, Hipwood. 
Is Gunston Danaher. Yeah. Gunston. No. Yeah. Did he play last week? I, I can't sh- remember him playing against uh, Cowton. No, he is playing. Yeah, he's definitely there. So they've, they've got so many forward options. But then you go in defence, they've got uh, Andrews back there who, right now, Collingwood are now going to have Frampton as a key forward. So Andrews is going to... My check will be down there. Who who takes my check? Probably Andrews. Gardner. Gardner. So there's... Brisbane really stack up extremely oh, well against An- Collingwood. I think Andrews has to go to the the biggest out of the. But he plays a lot like Moore. He likes to drift off and yeah. take those chopping marks. So it, that's it's, the, it's funny the role that Andrews plays. Yet he's genuine ruckman size. Oh, he's yeah. over two hundred centimeters. Is he two hundred? But doesn't. And his wingspan's huge. Oh. And he's also got a big arm wingspan too. It's always his ears. Anyway, oh. over your head. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah and the keeper. matchups. But then the midfield matchup. You've got Lockie Neal, Dunkley, um, Rayner in there. You've got so many good options. But then you've got Collingwood's midfield brigade. Like Dugowie, Mitchell, Pendlebury's playing like he's fucking 28 again. Like he, he's had an exceptional year and final series. It's, it's, it just matches up brilliantly. Yeah. I, but I think... I think the, the weak area for Collingwood is definitely their forward line, believe it or not. Um, now well, that you've got... Absolutely. Even though yeah. McStay hasn't been dominating this year, he is that big option still. But if Majacek's not firing, McStay can do something. It's perfect. Taylor made for Elliot to bob up and kick five on Saturday. To go, he sit forward and kick two while he's rolling through the middle. Um, Frampton. Can you imagine he does a Shane Ellen? Bobs up and kicks oh. five goals. Can't see it happening, but it could easily happen. It's uh yeah, it's a great, great matchup. Um what's what's the uh what's the normie for you? Not your roughie. Actual your norm, normie. Actual normie. Um if I think if Brisbane is to win, mm. I'm gonna say it's not one in the centre by them. Charlie Cameron will have a day out. <laughs> so yeah. So a bit like what you right. just said about Elliot. Well, when you say that Cameron, Cameron Quain or matchup, oh, mm. electric. Yep. You get a hard-running backman that will want to run I, off. I think if Brisbane, if Brisbane win, Charlie Cameron has to have a day out. As in and five or more. Yep. Yep. Has to kick five. Yep. Is he a big MCG player? I don't think he's well overly scored too many. Finals don't bother him. Like no. he's like he's not a he's not a go missing in finals sort of bloke. And he's one that can, like, like as a, not touch it for two quarters and then go bang bang yeah. bang. Like as a kid here playing for Adelaide, yeah, he kicked six in a in a final. Um, in early in so, uh, so you can Charlie Cameron for the norm. Yep, that'd be good odds. Decent odds. Uh, for me, well, let's pick one for each side. For Brisbane, I'm going to go Neil. I can Lockie can do the treble, the Premiership, the Brownlow, and the uh, where's this? The Normie. We'll touch on the Brownlow in a minute to finish up. Um, Lockie Neil to do the to do the Dusty. So all right. Well, my Brisbane will be Cameron. Yep. And I'm going. And Neil. yeah, and Collingwood. You're going more, or you, or he's just your long shot. Uh, long shot, and then Dugowie is my Collingwood. Yep. 
So more my so roughy. Dugowie first goal and yep. and possible. Do the double. If you get um, first goal as a mid, you go. Yeah, you, you, you've got to go vote early. Yep. <laughs> um, Collingwood, I'll go. They need to put t- uh, Brisbane need to put time into Dugowie on yep. Saturday. Like no, they can't let him do what he did against GWS. Yeah, because and he spent the last ten minutes of the fucking game stuck on the pine as well. Ten, yeah. the last was ten, ten, ten. He didn't get back on the field. Oh yeah, it was, yeah, because it was so contested. No, yeah, the other side, they couldn't four, get some, Yeah, sure. I don't. That's what. I, surely, at some point, there's got to be some way of getting someone, anyone like that's just nearby to come off. Like, yeah. I don't know, but. But they have their rotations. So but it's not near. You're not nearby. Yeah, but they won't do a rotation until there's like a stoppage or or a or a, a and also or anything like that. and, and also what um how many minutes in the how many minutes are left and runners aren't allowed on the field. Yeah, you can't be on there unless there's a point or a yeah. They only come on anymore. Yeah. They only can't. No, not even a point. Oh really? It's only a stoppage. So so but it baffles me why they did that. Anyway, um, but uh, but I think that's only like two or three minutes yeah. in the like the last two or three minutes. Your uh, uh, Collingwood, um, to Tom Mitchell. To Tom Mitchell, actually, Tom Mitchell can be me long shot. I was going to say he's because he will be long. Um, yeah, he would, if Taylor Adams didn't get injured. Who's getting dropped for the finals? Um, Josh Dacos. Did you hear that? Uh, what happened? Mitchell was going to be dropped first final if uh, Adams didn't get injured. Yeah, right. So Taylor Adams got injured, so Tom Mitchell getting spot. Is that, that is that fact? Like that's that's fact. I've been told. Like by your told by the Collingwood coach or no, no told oh. by people who know, and he was told. Yeah, right. Until Adams got injured. Wow, we wow, we boy, oh boy. Um, so um, Mitchell, no, you're not gonna no. Go, um, going to go the other Dacos. I'll go Josh Dacos as as me possible Collingwood normie. Bang, we got some norms in. All right, give me your first goal then. I said Dugui. I've already said Link McCarthy. Oh, you did say McCarthy. My bad. There's a few bets for you, people. Uh, let's go winner and margin. Um, well, if you had have asked me Sunday morning, I was fully on board the uh, Collingwood train. But the Wood Express. As this week has progressed, I just keep leaning towards Brisbane, and I and I unlike uh, so many people, I'm not a Collingwood hater like everyone is, and have never been a Collingwood hater. Um, I, I hate them, and you know they're and they're beginning to become really hard to hate. Like the amount of people who are absolute Collingwood haters this and this season have said. Jeez, it's hard to, you know, they play a good brand. You hear their coach speaking, he, he's just a ripping bloke. Just seems like a ripping fella. Also got some good swimmers. Um, His missus is pregnant and he's 50. <laughs> Announced this week, yeah. Really? I think it's second wife, so. <laughs> ah, right. <laughs> 50. He, I was staggered when they said the age, that, that uh, he's one of the oldest coaches him and Fagan, like the oldest coaches. Fagan will be the oldest grand final coach in the history of the game. Correct. And he knocked over Mick Moldhouse, who was 57, no, 54, I think it was. when he. Yeah. I was like, geez, that seems young, but I suppose. But um, 
And Fagan also only become the second or third grand final coach that didn't play no. VFL. First? A- no. First who never played AFL or VFL. Yeah, right. I thought it was second or third, but... I saw first, unless I was reading the wrong... So, thing. only. Only. Never happened before. Uh, History. Could be. I'm pretty sure it's... Anyway, what, who's your tip after all that? Brisbane. Yeah. 17 points. Uh, I'm going to go Brisbane 23. Oh, one goal diff. Yep, Brisbane... Uh, between if they if they get to a couple in a couple ahead with a couple to go, and then it, it, the writing's on the wall, and then they get those couple of cheapies where they celebrate and it's so done, Brisbane, blah, 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 blah. you know what it's like. Um, yeah, Brisbane by twenty three for me, and uh, with locking you as your normie. Wowie, yeah. I think. It, but in saying that, this this game could go anyway. Could be close. Could be blowout. It's just got. There's no way of predicting. I just this. can't see blowout. If you can get a same game multi with the minimum, the winner, the margins, like the margin spread, uh, a normie first goal kicker, it'd be kind so much. I'm cancelling so my long shot on nah, on. Can't agree that. I can fucking do what I want. All right, well, what you, all right just okay. Which one you change it to? I'll go, and I'm not sure. I haven't looked at the betting, so I'm not sure whether it's a long shot. But I'm going to go McCluggage for Norm. Me, yeah, for me, long shot. You've named about everyone now. Who have you missed? <laughs> I didn't name Rainer. <laughs> I did say that midweek there. If Rainer gets off early, could be. He's 41 to 1. I've oh, that's a long shot. I have Rainer as well. I've got <laughs> <laughs> He's going to put I'll 10 on it. Oscar McInerney <laughs> as well. And 10 on everyone and, over uh, 20 to 1. And the Tasmanian, oh, my, my, my the Tasmanian that broke his arm early in the year. Who? How did he do that? Who? Oh, how? Yeah. There's another story, a bit of a Brian Lake story, could yeah, be. He's another one. He's appeared on 360 every week. Just seems like a ripping bloke. Like it, yeah. mate. Just another reason Collingwood are hard to hate. Like do, you, do you know why I think Frampton gets picked too? Because you know how they say swingman. So I don't think he's just being picked as a four. No. Him and Howe can swap. Yeah. Imagine no. sending Howe down no. and kicking Fra- three in the and third quarter. I remember a few weeks ago when, when Howe went for, was that against Melbourne? Uh, did he play no, before, forward against Melbourne, or was it? Or was it pre? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he, was a, he was he was a forward before I, he was a defender. I would say Frampton doesn't play forward. Howe plays forward, and Frampton goes back. Nah, I reckon Howe's too good. Damn, I reckon they'll let it go, see how it goes, and if they're struggling forward, then they've got the option to make that change. But mm. I think I think you got to with the with the with the forward. The I think Brisbane you start has, with you got to start Howe back there. Yeah. Because then he can, because him and Moore can play that intercepting role depending on who's hot and who's doing the job lockdown. Yeah, um, yeah because they can both beat blokes, yeah. but they can both be the, the helper. I'm, I'm getting really jacked for this final now. Just talking mm. about all the matchups and who does what, it's a ripper. Anyway, that's grand final done. Let's move on to the final thing of the show. The one that uh, has caused a stir in some places, and it's, it's the same stories every year. Because it does happen every year where you get people robbed of a vote and robbed of this. But the Brownlow medal but went down and Lockie Neal was unbackable halfway through by the, end, by, the, by the end of it. He was really never in danger um, because everyone knew his last few games he was definitely getting 
penciling him in for threes. When you have 32 and 2 and 10 tackles, unless you take off, you're going to get three votes. <laughs> and it's, it is funny because we're all worried about how stats look. Mm. And sometimes stats lie. Because when you are Dacos and and the opposition kicks seventeen behinds, yeah, yeah. so you've got an extra fifteen, and uh, you're running out of the square every yeah, time. An extra fifteen um, uh, possessions. Like, well, that's one. Uh, that's the one game where now the beauty say. with Dacos when he gets that opportunity to have a stat, he uses it so well. So, well, the one Dacos game where you thought was definitely three votes was when he had thirty six and two goals. As a defender, it didn't get a vote. Yeah. So that's that was the one that. But the, obviously, it's been talked about. I would like to see in that game how many behinds the opposition kicked. Well, how many he kicked out? I yeah. Mean, who, who can be fucked going back through it? But if someone, John Ralph probably will because he did do it. Yeah. John Ralph went through. He the, went through the Horn Francis. This has got to be the most famous three votes going around at the moment. Uh, can you? This will be folklore probably for a long time about that game where somebody where Horn Francis got three votes. Off uh, 14 possessions. 13. 13. 13 possessions. Two of them were clangers. Yep. The other two were turnovers. And then apparently two of the kicks were just, just rubber. Just grubbers. And John Rouse gone, I went back and watched every possession of that game. I, was like, I cannot see. He goes, and Bergman only got six in that game. So it's not like yeah. Bergman had yeah, 12 when they both had together. It wasn't the confusion bit. And he goes, like, I cannot understand how. And it's got to be a. There's got to be a mistake. Either they've now, written down this, the wrong number. Or now, is this a another issue with four umpires? Because I don't know the actual. Or do it? Does anyone know the it process? Simply can't be an issue with another umpire in there, because that's another person. Because they they get together and decide the votes. It's not oh, one yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah, correct. So so they all get together. That means that all four of them have decided that Horn Francis was, but, was getting three votes. But before they get together, do they each write down, you know, a five? It's actually At, interesting because there was vision of it uh, not last year, a couple of years ago, um, where they were discussing how they actually come about giving the vote. So I, I wouldn't mind. It's somewhere on YouTube, so I wouldn't mind going yeah. and watch it again. But yeah. So if so if all of them You'd think a fourth set of eyes wouldn't hurt the but, process. But if all of them had now, once again, he's had a stinker game, so so but <laughs> not even a close but, not but even uh, a competitive game. But, but also he's the type of bloke if he gets look, I wanna know the five other kicks he had. Did they go to the goal kicker or like yeah. Because because he plays that burst and like breaks tackles and he he's a sort of bloke. Five or six possessions could make a massive difference to the game. I think the reason was the the amount of um touches and influence other players got in that game was just completely then Yeah. Because I think Butters had a field day that game too. Um there's a couple of now, other iffy some, ones like... Something that no one's factored in in all the media talk about it and all the speculation. Something something you, we don't, as fans, we don't think of is if you've got a player that sits there criticising umpires all day, he's not going to get votes if he's acting like a dick. They, there was that theory. Um, I don't think it is as much now. 
think because umpires are that professional now, they, they will get past it. Whereas yeah, but, fifteen but, years ago they wouldn't have. No, but the rule is fairest and most brilliant. That's mm. what the Brownlow is. It's not. It's not best. Play, it's not a best player award. It's the fairest and most brilliant player. Window to yeah, well, yeah, and, and my opinion is, uh, umpires have always voted on the Brownlow, and umpires should always vote on the Brownlow. Yeah. Like, like, like if the if the coaches award, if the coaches votes were relevant, we'd all we'd all have the coaches award uh, as the thing, or the players association. Like the players association award, each club nominates three players. And then you vote on the three players from each club. Yeah. Like, like it's, I, it's a poo system. I think it can be improved, but also don't think it's, it's an umpire's award. Yeah, so that's what it is. For them going, it needs to be changed. Oh, no, it needs, it, there's, it, there's probably but things that need to be changed and, in how they and are. If you, and if you want to change it, well, take Brownlow off every past winner. This is the other thing, though. The umpires, there's four of them right now. Yep. I'll Once upon a time, there was one. Well, exactly, but say you've got the four umpires. What if one of them's only in a Ford 50 of the same team every week? Uh, so the same team for the whole game. They don't go into the middle and do the ball ups, or they don't do this and that. Or do they rotate? They rotate they all day. Definitely. Yep. Hundred percent. One thousand percent. Fuck that theory. Um, <laughs> Lockie Neal had one game which won in the Brownlow. And it I'm is. Not, I'm not sure of this one, but no, nah, you, you you know, um, because in the end, this is what won him the Brownlow. Because and he, there's no way he should have really even have got a vote, let alone three votes. Because on the same day, Charlie Cameron kicked seven goals. Yep. Uh, Lockie Neal had twenty possessions. Six of those possessions were kicks. Uh, he had five clearances. I think it was. Yep. Uh, the same game. <laughs> Uh, you had GWS players hit 40 posies. You had uh, Caniglio hit 38 and kick three. Um, the amount of players that got vote, he shouldn't have got. He shouldn't have been. He was not in the top 15, 15 players. Wasn't on the he field. the 15th ranked? Uh, he, yeah, he got 60 ranking points for the game. Like he was 15th ranked out of all of them. So not only should he have not got three votes, he shouldn't have got a vote in that game. They, so. Um, you take those three votes away and he doesn't win the brown line. I think he's, as far as clearances and contested possession, I forget which was which, but he's number one in the league for one of them yeah, and number two in the league for the other. Both of those things happen right under the exactly. nose of the umpire and, that, and you do those things right, you get votes. That's why Pat, Paddy Cripps gets votes. He's also a bloke that that realised when the, the head... Head slam tackle was a thing. He got tackled and played dead, and Put and the body around well, and and allowed to be allowed himself to be ragdolled, and was the first player to get to get multiple free kicks, multiple reports against him as well. Yeah. Um. Now, there's there's already a we'll say bias from the umpires. The umpires like him. Quite clearly. Look, so, yeah. we'll just... But in saying that, and I've looked back, because I, 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 and I don't like referring to dream team, but when you have someone in your dream team, you kind of gauge how they're playing for the year too. Mm. The problem, the, the thing was, which people probably forget about, is 
the games where he played well in, he played, he played really well. well in, right, really well. And that's why he and, had threes. And this is where he's – he's, he's, uh, did you tell me he's, it's the worst second statistic. lowest since, since his second season? Yeah, 2014. So – his worst stats year. On average. On average, yeah. But, but he's, he's been, been really consistent, whereas this year he had off games, which drags down his average. And the other thing is when your team's winning, you're going to probably – you're going to poll more of the votes than you're not going yep. to poll. So – They've won way more games this year than his other oh, other Brownlow year. Only a few more, but but they've won them convincingly too. And but but it's funny this year there seems to be standout games where you go where in the past I think it's how did this bloke not get votes? Yeah. Whereas this year we've had games where it's like how did that bloke get how votes? How did he get votes? Um, Amadi from Sydney, it's the first player to ever get best on ground. In a half of football. Now he now I've looked subbed out at half time. Now he wasn't subbed out at half time because he got a tackle in the third quarter. But that was his only stat in the third quarter, so it must have been straight after must that. have been like early yeah. early in the third. So but 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 the Sydney player reaction uh, when well, he, the lizard was screwed his face up to the point where his eyes almost went back into his brain. He was like What? I like um Tommy McCartan's reaction. <laughs> Just like, you know the funny thing, Amati was at the table, yeah, so, it was, <laughs> so it wasn't as if because Mills got robbed that day, he didn't get a vote, and he had oh, 30 and hang three. On. Can could we we'll touch on that quickly? That can be our final final thing. Well, before we get to that, there's there's one other uh three voter that shocked a fair few people, and, and Nick Martin's face when they called out Phillips three votes when it was Melbourne v Essendon, he had 12 possessions and kicked the goal. <laughs> and... Didn't get it, that many ruck taps either. And when they said Phillips, he's turned to look directly at the camera like, what? Couldn't believe it. Nick Martin, if you on Insta, have I, a look at it. It's a rip. I do think, I do think uh, he was less shocked about it and more that's just his face. <laughs> well, there is the, we'll, we'll touch on the final thing. Like, it is grand final week, but uh, the season was over for a couple of sides and Mad Monday pops up with a few interesting stories. Dare say the Mills one wouldn't be good for, for uh, for the Sydney side. So he's had surgery yesterday or the day before. Yeah, and will likely miss at le- or will miss at least the first six weeks of next year with a shoulder. Nine to twelve months for a, he tore the rotator cuff mm. off the bone. Yeah, so and didn't realise it was bad as what it was. Well, and, and people pretty pissed, and, and people are saying, oh. Um, you know, it's like there's some some calling for him to lose the captaincy oh, the, over the, it. The hoo-ha and, is, over the, is very and over the top. Now, allegedly at the, I don't know, piss-up, whatever. Mad Monday. Mad Monday celebration. There was, so there was a bit of a wrestle going on. Some players didn't even realise it had occurred. So it wasn't as if it was... Holy fuck, ma- he's dumped him, yeah. Like, massive thing. Like, like, didn't even know that a bloke had gone to ground, let alone... Let alone... The, the, way, they, the way the media have carried on, certain people in the media um, think that once the season's finished, they have to go home, sit in a cryovac chamber and wait until pre-season starts before they can get out <laughs> and start moving again. Give us a spell. What about players that go, like, go and play with their kids and slip over and hurt their knees? They don't get <laughs> barraged. Oh, you can't play with your kids. 
Yes, he was pissed. Yes, he was wrestling. But when you fucking make and, players so and, and so also, tight for the year, they can't but also do what? Look, like there's no guarantee he was pissed. Fair chance. <laughs> no, couldn't guarantee. Not it. not every not every bloke gets blind at the Mad Monday. Yeah, I'd like to find a sober one. I didn't say sober. I'm just saying not everyone gets. Hey man, and it could have been at the you start. You have one of the day. beer and you're not sober. Could have been at the start of the day. No one knows. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Mills out for a fair chunk of next year, mm. and uh, Damien Barrett's having a field I could, day. As I he could would. not believe when I when I read that, you know, if you do that in March, you're, you're likely to, like you're done for the oh, year. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit, this oh. is pro- like horrible timing. Oh. <laughs> anyway, it's grand final week. Enjoy. Now, now oh, does that you got something else, Dad? Well, does that bring? This is a bit of a trade one again, but does that bring Sydney back into the Tommy Today thing? That no, nope. because um, does a does a defender go into the guts and then they need to replace that defender? No, yeah. doesn't make a difference. Well, I reckon Grundy will be there, and also who else? They're talking someone else going to Sydney, um, a big name player. Can't think, but we'll worry about that next week when we talk trades. I love trade Tom. Can't Good luck wait. to everyone with your, your bets this week, your normies, your first goal. It's a it's a it's a bookies delight grand final Good, week. Good luck to uh, any Lions or Collingwood supporters out there. Stuff the pies. Come on, you Lions! And a, and a shout out to uh, Coaches Association Coach of the Year, Adam Kingsley. Oh, I'm sure he's listening. He, he is a listener. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe uh, you don't think he's a listener. Still out of y'all.